everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt. We are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. I love episodes about suicide and uh, the murder of animals and poor civic uh, fiscal responsibility. <laughs> we get all of those in this episode. <laughs> this is it's a smorgasbord. It has everything you need. Uh, hi guys, we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash the Simpson Show. Uh for two dollars a month you gain access to a bunch of bonus podcasts. Uh we appreciate everyone supports us as we watch these terrible episodes. <sighs> yeah, I know, Robbie, I know. I we can get through this. I hate this episode. I hate it. Really, because I, I was like, this is a bad episode, but it's oh, no worse than the other ones. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe it's just the moon I'm in. This week's episode is Million Dollar AB, episode H-A-B-F-O-9, originally aired April 2nd, 2006, written by Tim Long, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, received a 4.7 rating with 7.84 million viewers, which seems low, even for then, feels like... Maybe they, people are like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> we should stop watching um, the chalkboard gag. I would not flip the classroom upside down. But the trick is, Matt, the classroom is upside down. Whoa. Yeah. Because he already did it. He already I did it. it. It's not so bad. Um, it's a simple gag that works. The ch- couch gag. The Simpsons sit down on the couch as normal. A TV menu pops up asking the viewer to like to save the recording or delete it. Delete this recording is chosen and the screen goes black, which is absolutely what I would love to do about this episode. Delete it. Can I delete it from the world? Uh, if only. Can I make it not exist? Because uh, I there is nothing of value. It's like the 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 warnings they put on like uh silent like those places where they like leave nuclear waste you know for future if future people ever come you know this sounds this right. is a place of no value this place has there's nothing of value here you know they try and find ways to warn people away i, I would put the simpsons this episode of the simpsons with that like it's nuclear waste it's like hey don't there's nothing of value here that sounds about right yeah that's i mean Hey, Matt, how do you, what do you feel about inciting incidents? Well, I feel there are never enough of them. Uh, well, you're, this is upset for you because uh, my there's nothing but there's nothing in it but that there's nothing in this episode but inciting incidents. Literally, like literally, I like we make that joke a lot. But no, literally, that's what this episode is. There's nothing else. Uh, the episode starts with uh, a promo, a commercial for a reality show on Fox about it's not about boobs. It's about Carmen Electra and her boobs. It's called boobs. Exactly. But it's all to get us to an announcement that the NFL is going. I don't even think they use the words NFL. I think they just say football league are going to football. Um, but they want a new football team. And doesn't everybody. Oh, wait, no. I don't eat Matt. I really like there are multiple times that I've said so. I'm like, that's not how life works. Like over and over, I'm like, that's not how things work. That's not. This is not reality. That's not how anything works. It's and I'm like, I was looking things up. I'm like, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Why am I doing? Why am I investing myself into this? Like they don't care. Um, but obviously, certainly don't. They certainly don't care if any of this is real or makes any kind of sense. Uh, maybe I would feel better about this episode if I just let my mind wander as I watched and let it just. That sounds about right. Let just let it have a nice time um but springfield's not likely to get it but homer says no 
I'm going to make sure that there is a new football team in Springfield. But first, the commissioner of pro football has announced plans to expand the league. Owners will meet soon to award a new team to one lucky city. Well, it's a sink Springfield won't be that lucky city. Yeah, the only thing we're known for is leading the country in heart attacks. Oh, I've had enough of your stinking sinking. I, Homer Simpson, will personally bring the new pro football franchise to Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> God, we have fun. Homie, snagging a pro football franchise is a big project, requiring a lot of follow-through. And that's not your strong suit, big guy. I'll show you all. I'm going to spearhead the hell out of this expansion bid. <laughs> <laughs> That was Maggie saying that Homer is an idiot. He's never going to get this done. That sounds about right. Uh, Maggie's on the ball there. That's not what Maggie says, but I think she calls Homer bald mom, bald mommy, which is not, that's not bad. I think that's probably honestly one of the more clever things in the episode. Maggie say not a heart, not a high bar to clear. I might add, Matt. Um, I'm, we're going to ignore the fact that this is not how getting a pro team in your, in your town works. A a single man. You basically have to give them a, a ton of money. Oh, sorry. A ton of money. <laughs> sorry, Robbie. How dare you? Um, that's a, a treat for our our patrons, our bone, our five dollar level patrons this week. Um, but they don't. It does not work. That's not how you get pro teams to come to your town. You buy, you build them a stadium, sure, uh, but usually a rich person wants to own the team, and then they go, hey, they strong arm a town into, hey, you want a football team? Build us a stadium. It's going to cost you a billion dollars. Build us a stadium, give us a whole bunch of tax breaks, and you'll never, ever make money off this. In fact, it'll cost you a lot of money. But you get a football team in your town. Whoa. You get to wear a a clothing with a a logo on it and a color. That's pretty good, Matt. That's pretty good. Hey, very exciting. That's pretty good. Having in your town has something to do, and it's important to keep people busy so they don't realize they're depressed. So... Homer spends a week in the basement, and he comes up with a football team, which, like, colors, logo, branding, everything. And he has flags and, and st- like, he has everything down there after a week. He has everything. Uh, it's very it's very stupid, because uh, it doesn't make any sense, but you're like, okay. Uh, they're called the Meltdowns, which is not a bad name for, like, your, a fake football team. Springfield team, team it kind of Spring, makes sense. Yeah, Springfield Meltdowns, like, it's a bad it's bad name, but it's purposely bad. It makes sense to a certain extent, like, for the Springfield. It doesn't really matter, because... Oh, this, don't worry, it's, it's going to be used in a very awful joke later. It will. Uh, I Luckily, I captured that joke for you, Matt. Uh, oh, thank be, you, Because I, I knew you that. wanted it. Um, but also, the football team stuff doesn't really matter much after the first act, basically. No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't every you, act is a different story. Every act is a different st- story altogether. Uh, like I'm on. That's even too generous, Matt. There's multiple stories in each act uh, because this is like it starts with Homer trying to get the team, and then the team is just here. We don't, and they have a stadium built. It, yeah, it takes years to build a stadium. <laughs> what are they? Yes, a very, very long time. What like what on earth? Uh, because that's what happens. We get. Uh, we get to we see the the football 
commission? Like, I don't know what this. We just have a table filled with people. One of them is the rich Texan, and it's the owners. It's the the current owners okay. of the teams. Okay, thank you. And Matt. one woman murdered her husband to get his his franchise. Hey, man, you know, girl bosses got to do what they got to do, right? I mean, if you're murdering rich old men, eh, <laughs> you know, yeah. you should probably pay a fine or something. Um, but they have to decide between L.A. and Springfield. I'm sick of L.A. They got earthquakes, wildfires, Benefers, Brangelinas, and that potty mouth, Sarah Silverman. To hell with all of them. I didn't kill my husband to get control of his franchise to give a team to Los Angeles. Then Springfield it is. Yeehaw! Now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go tell my gay grandson I still love him. This is Kent Brockman, live at Duff Beer, Krusty Burger, Buzz, Cola, Costington's Department Store, Quickie Mart, Stupid Flanders Park. In just one hour, the commissioner of football will arrive to sign the contracts necessary to make Springfield the home of pro football's newest team, the Meltdowns. I've got Meltmania. I got Down Syndrome. There it is, Robbie. You did it. I, the worst joke in this episode, and an episode full of bad jokes. <laughs> that's, it's... See that's the that's the competition, Matt. That's the actual true test. Is like which is the worst joke, and that's probably it. It probably is. I have Down syndrome. That's good. Thanks, Lenny. That's yeah. really great. Um, and like that that is like you just heard it. Literally, you heard in that clip the transition between Springfield has no football team to Springfield has a football team. They have a massive stadium. They have a fan base. They are ready. And at this point, and you're like, and that, and, but then they tell us, oh, the commissioner is coming to officially commemorate the team. And this episode acts like if he doesn't do this, there is no team, which is not how it, things work. That's not. No, it's no, already. I, mean, I could accept some. Like we say, each episode has one gimme, sometimes two. Uh, but this episode asks for like 12 at yeah. least. Yeah, there's just, no, it, it never ends. It, it's constantly just like, oh, that's not how real life works. And this is, they're just like, oh yeah, the commissioner's here. And if, until he comes here, we're not actually a team. I'm like, that's not how it works. You're already a team. Like it, it, you literally, they're rich men exchanging hundreds of millions of dollars to do this. That is how professional sports works and how you get new teams in a league. A, a rich man goes, I will pay the rest of these rich men millions and millions of dollars for the rights to a team it is nothing to do with the commissioner after this point and, the commissioner can't do that's anything true. and then we'll like we said we'll con the local government into paying for the stadium yeah commissioners work for owners by the way i can't make that clear enough every major sport you know of whoever the commissioner is they work for the owners that is that their bosses are yes, the that's, people that's who the way own. sports work is when you when you buy in as an owner you are part of a cabal it's basically an oligopoly and you know, and then, then they hire the commissioner to administer everything. That's a fun word, Matt. Oligopoly. Oligopoly. It's amazing how often how often it is uh, relevant in today's business. <laughs> yes, but none of this, like the, all this, is nonsense. I'm watching this. I'm like, this is all nonsense. What the? What is this? Um, but Springfield House doesn't quite have a football team. All of us has a football team. If we're going to go by the reality of, of the, their rules, which make no sense. Um. There's a random fight between Mel and Jimbo on the street, which is just filler. All of this is filler, I might add. This whole episode is filler. So much filler. It's just and like the 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 bare fact that this episode has no real central plot and no themes, and obviously is a 
them just trying to get an episode made. Like here, what's what we have a bunch of little things. Let's string them together somehow. But even yeah, it's like I would have much rather had an anthology episode than this. And but even even with that being true there is still filler inside of that like this like the scene where bell and jimbo are just yelling at each other on the street you're like what is this who cares uh but the commissioner is in town he can't find his way around town because they've changed all the street names to football puns and he ends up at the simpsons house conveniently conveniently everything is so it's just like oh homer is the one who helps get the team here grandpa they just end up this the commissioner of football ends up at grandpa it at, with grandpa at the simpsons house the commissioner comes in grandpa is convinced by 60 minutes 48 minutes they call it but 60 minutes tells abe that uh people randomly are gonna come into your house and try and use your phone and you should uh not let them do that so Abe knocks out the commissioner with a golf club and ties him up. Which is what you do as an old person when you're scared. You don't run away and call the cops or something. You beat the person up. It's just like, just inc- like incredibly odd choices. Like the entire, like why? <laughs> why is this a thing? And, uh, but he's, he's knocked him out and they're trying, they're uh, people that were, we're continually cutting. I cannot, this act first act is interminably long. <laughs> I cannot understate how, how long it feels like eternity. Cause we're cutting back to the stadium and they're just towns. We have Wiggum and, 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 uh, uh, and Mayor Quimby filling time with a stadium full of people. And, and like Springfield's a, a small town, right? Man? It's a very small town. Yep, you were correct. It has a stadium that's filled with people. Mm-hmm. I guess Green Bay has it as a team, so I can't. You know, I can't be too upset. Green Bay, Wisconsin, is literally in the middle of nowhere, and they have a football team. So I'm sure that wherever a state Springfield did, people would come in from out of city to watch the team. So maybe there's even some Shelbyville, Shelby, Shelbyvillians there. Watching the meltdown. Shelby Villiams. Shelby Villiams doesn't have an NFL team. No, no. Homer got him a team, man. Did you see? Mm-hmm. Homer spent a week in his basement, and that got them a team. So, but eventually, I we don't even see we don't even see the stadium and people give up because I guess they go, oh well, we don't know where the owner is. No, not the owner, the commissioner of football. We don't know where he is, so I guess we're just gonna give up. And you're like. So did they literally go? Oh, ever, all this stadium filled with people. Just go home. And okay. I, I, Sorry. Did, okay, we don't see that. We just see the the Simpsons family come home to find Grandpa, uh, like lording over the commissioner tied up in a chair. Not so tough when someone hits you from behind with a golf club, are you, Grandpa? That's the commissioner of football. What's that? You. I thought he was trying to steal my jewels and all them pictures of Bert and Lucy. I am never coming back to this city, and neither is the league. <gasps> you mean... That's right. The Springfield Meltdowns Football Club shall never be. You're a useless old man. Name one thing you do for this family. I watch the baby. Where is the baby? You left me with a baby? <sighs> I cannot. I cannot emphasize enough as well. If, okay, so we're 
however, I don't know how long we've been recording so far, but if you've gone this far and you haven't watched this episode, don't. I first thing I say, don't watch this episode. Oh, please don't. Like it literally. Like I, I was before we started recording. I told Matt like I don't. I couldn't remember how to record a podcast. Like I felt like this episode had like given me brain trauma. But this episode is a parody. Like this is a parody of The Simpsons. This is a parody of like bad sitcoms that The Simpsons used to parody, but has become. But it has become that um, because the, like this, uh, you left me with a baby. Like that's how we end an act. Like that's the like it's and and, mm-hmm. and and Marge going like that's the commissioner of football and you're like it this is how all... does Marge know what he looks like? It doesn't it doesn't matter, man. None of this matters because this is the end of this. No, there's no more. Who cares about a football team? Like now it's just about Abe. It's about Abe and whatever. I don't know. Uh, we go to commercial nine minutes and four seconds in. Nine minutes. All right, Matt. Nine, nine minutes. Nine minutes. Yes. Uh-huh. So I know. I know, Robbie. Uh, when we come back. Uh, we get uh, the whole town hates Abe. They're walking through the the mall and everyone's booing Abe and yelling at him and telling him he sucks. Um, there's a music montage of people not liking him and like kicking him out of places. And there's one where he's walking by a burning building and the firefighters rescue a baby and then put Abe inside the burning building because I like no matter how much you hate somebody. <laughs> but it's just filler, Matt. Like that's the like, oh, look at this long montage where we don't have to have any story um and you're just like oh they're like they're filling time that's what this is like it's just oh we have a let's get a popular song and have a montage and it just all does is show the town hates Abe. and you would say oh that matters in the context of no it doesn't really matter no it doesn't because we're gonna get past this real quick it doesn't matter at the by the third act this doesn't matter i mean it matters in one tiny little way but we'll get to that Mm, i don't think it does okay so uh, at this point, we see Abe is back in the uh, you know the the retirement home, and he's just sitting there and lamenting his condition. When the old Jewish man shows up with a suggestion, Abe, I know you've been real depressed lately on account of everyone hating you, including me, Toy. But I thought you might want to call this number. A doctor? I already got enough doctors touching me and poking me and squeezing me up here and jiggling me down there, and that's just the receptionist. Abe, Abe, Abe. This doctor helps old people to kill themselves. Euthanasia? No way. I want to die with dignity, like slipping in the shower, and then they find me two weeks later swelling up so bad they don't know if I'm man or sofa. Just go for a visit. There's a Howard Johnson's next door. You'll get some pie. Yes, the important part is the pie. So, Robbie, we've gone from everyone hating Abe. uh, And you know what the solution to that is, Robbie? For Abe to kill himself. Oh, Simpsons. Oh, Simpsons. I yeah, I know. Matt. Matt. Uh-huh. Matt, I can't. I cannot. On earth. What is this? Like, I was, like, I was screaming curse words at my screen while this was happening. Uh-huh. I was just, Same. like, I was, I was just, my hands, hands raised in the air. Like, what? Like, I just don't. The, like you're like oh it's about football it's about a football team and they don't get the football team and then it immediately act two starts oh abe's gonna go get assisted suicide and you're like <sighs> my head was gonna like just fall off my body like it was just shaking like uncontrollably like i can't <laughs> hey robbie you know what's really funny euthanasia i, I mean love <laughs> it. it's hilarious so funny yeah. like my favorite comedians uh, they're they have long bits about assisted suicide. 
real funny. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, that was wonderful. So, uh, after this, Abe goes to the uh, euthanage doctor. He got the pie. We see him eating the pie, so we know that he's happy about it. Um, the doctor is obviously evil. He does not care at all about Abe. Uh, he just, you know, says, okay, I'm required to give you 24 hours, and also we have to clean out the machine today, which, oof, okay. <sighs> so Abe goes back to the retirement home and says, if I get one phone call in 24 hours, I will not do this. Uh, and, what, of course, we what cut is, to Marge and Homer. What is what, what? I mean, how often do you get a phone call? I mean, I get lots of spam calls now, but that was not much of a concern in 19... 19- or 2000 it wasn't as much of a 2000 concern, but I, mean, I think the telemarketers were still a thing did telemarketers count i get i don't know what abe considers like his a true phone call but <laughs> this is i don't know it's so stupid it's just so stupid i don't know what else to say like they're incredibly stupid yeah so let's get through this uh so we get to marge and homer uh marge says that homer should call abe uh homer doesn't for some stupid reason i don't remember um, because quite frankly, at this point, I was banging my head on the table watching this episode. <laughs> it doesn't. It is. Uh, it is meant to demonstrate that no, the family doesn't care about Abe. No, Homer doesn't care about Abe. I guess Marge could, but it, Abe's not her dad. It, it should be Homer. Okay, so, man. I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you're you have you have many family members that you don't live with. Uh huh. Right. Many of them. Correct. Do you talk to them every day? Every single day? No. No, I don't. I I talk to my sister almost every day. Um, I talk to my parents maybe once a week and, uh, my wife's family never, <laughs> I, I talk to them when I go to see them. That means you don't like them and they, you, they should kill themselves. <laughs> that is what that means. <laughs> okay, wow, Robbie, you sussed it out. You should be a psychiatrist. I should write for the Simpsons. Powerful drugs. Is what I, okay. This is not, uh, I will say here, this is, uh, this features, uh, this, this part of this episode. <laughs> Because after this segment, uh, it doesn't even make it to the end of the act before we just abandon the, the euthanasia angle and the statistic suicide stuff. Um, this does not make any kind of statement about assisted suicide. It's really literally just fodder for bad jokes. Hack, really hacky jokes. There's, it, is, it says nothing about, like, because one step along the way, they, they make the doctor seem like he literally just loves to murder people. Like, he doesn't care if he's, like... There are certainly you can have arguments about assisted suicide in some cases, people with terminal illnesses who are living in a lot of pain. Who knows? Maybe it's worth maybe it is a good thing for them to have this option. But the Simpsons are certainly not equipped uh, to talk about it, at least especially not intelligently. And they don't care. Like, this is just like, hey, let's make jokes. This guy's a murderer. And this guy. Oh, but it's isn't it old people. Isn't it funny that old people want to die? And you're like, you, I hate you so much. I hate you so much, Simpsons. I hate you. Why are you doing this? Yeah, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's going to get worse, Robbie. Don't oh, you? Worry. I, so, I I know. I added there specifically yeah. in in our notes, man. I added this is so bad in capital letters at a certain point, just because That's true. we haven't even gotten to the, the part where you added that yet. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. So Abe doesn't get a phone call within twenty four hours um, because I guess that was his his metric, and so he goes in to have the procedure done. Um, and they're actually wheeling out the previous guy as they're putting him into the the death pod or whatever the hell they call it. They give him some the, no, Matt, music to no, listen no, to. No, no, Matt, you got it. Come on, you got to tell the joke accurately, okay? Because it's I? it's called a diepod, and it's shaped diepod, right? It's shaped like a big like a iPod. Giant iPod, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a diepod. Ah, 
I am relevant uh, commentary. Anyway, so it doesn't have doesn't go through because the cops bust in and arrest the doctor because I guess the voters uh, repealed the assisted suicide laws, uh, which means that they immediately arrest all the doctors for fighting it. They don't just tell them to stop. Um, trenchant commentary and all. <sighs> it doesn't so they matter. do this. Who cares? And, doesn't and matter. Completely ignore. It doesn't matter. Uh, they completely ignore Abe on the table. I guess assuming he's already dead and he'll just you know decompose nicely in the chair. Uh, so Abe has not had the procedure completed uh we don't know exactly what type of assisted suicide they're doing but apparently it didn't you know complete so he gets up and thinks he's dead uh but he feels very alive uh now that he is is uh, thinks that he's dead he, that he can do whatever he wants so he wanders through town wrecks a whole bunch of traffic uh sees charlie a guy in a charlie chaplin outfit doing the little spinning arrow thing for a business and tells him that uh you know he, he likes him and he's, he's happy to see him in heaven or hell or wherever he thinks he is uh, but he eventually goes to a restaurant where the Simpson family is at. Uh, I guess he didn't tell any of them about his plan uh, to kill himself. Uh, and uh, just, yeah. What the jibber? You're all dead, too? So who went berserk, Fatso or the little guy? We're not dead, and neither are you. I'm not! Uh, I guess if you want to commit suicide around here, you gotta do it yourself. Suicide? Grandpa, killing yourself is a sin? God wants us to die of old age, after years of pain and reduced mobility. I ain't gonna kill myself, cause I just learned something. The brief time I thought I was dead was the happiest I've ever been because I was finally living without fear. And dagnabbit, that's the way I'm going to live the rest of my life. I just love Marge's joke. You can't kill yourself. That's a sin. Not, why would you do that? We still want you around and love you. No, it's a sin. Just, yeah. I mean, it's, get it? Well, that's a joke, man. That's a joke. Get it? Joke. Fun. Ha, ha, ha. Suicide. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Um... Funny jokes. You remember the football team? No, I don't. What, what, what football team are you referring to? Uh, it was the Springfield Meltdowns, they were called. Um, but they're gone forever. Now uh, Now we're talking about Abe living without fear. What, is this, what does this have to do with anything that happened before this? I don't know, Robbie. Why I is mean, Abe... Wh- you could have started, started with this. You could have started the episode with, okay, uh, this episode is going to be about Abe living without fear and doing all the things that he uh, is supposed to do. And, oh, Abe has a near-death experience. Boom. You're right into an actual plot. But no, we start with the football team. We go to euthanasia and suicide. And now it has taken us, what is this, 16 minutes to get to the point almost where... Yeah, uh, 15 minutes in probably. Yeah. 15 minutes, yeah. Um, so. and I mean, I, I think that's the thing, Matt, where I have ceased to give the Simpsons creative team at this point any benefit of the doubt because you could some episodes this specifically season 17 this season is just so bad and I want to say oh they're you know they are they have to make a lot of episodes they don't have a lot of time and so they cut corners, so they try and, you know, have have a plot and then fill in stuff around the edges. And I'm trying to be generous and trying to be nice and not trying to say, hey, maybe you should just work 100-hour weeks to get your episodes to make them good. But this episode is nothing but filler. There's nothing in this episode. This episode exists solely to be an episode. There's nothing else to it. There's no 
there's no th- like they try and shoehorn stuff in at the very end with Lisa and A, but who cares? I don't. Um, there, there's nothing in this. This is just filler. This is nothingness. I made that joke before about oh, being this is just like a a a, a just a poof of air and disappears. That's what this is. There's nothing else in it. It's just filler. Well, yeah, because we've gone over what the Simpsons writers room was like at this point, where they were like, we don't have enough time in the day. Uh, that we care to spend, uh, which is fine. I mean, I have no problem. We've been over this. I, I don't mind people saying, I want to work eight hours a day or 10 hours a day on this uh, and not the, you know, 16 hour days, seven days a week that the old Simpsons writer room was taking. That's fine. But your response to that should be, let's make less episodes rather than let's just shoehorn crap into these episodes. But that's up to the Fox executives, not to the writers. So, I mean, that's what, again, but this episode is just literally is just filler garbage. There's nothing else. Well, what I'm saying is, at some point, you're going to run out of good ideas that you have time to develop, and you're saying, "We have these three ideas. How can we stitch them together?" Boom! That's an episode. It's a filler, like you said. And it's like I'm not gonna, and, I'm not gonna try and treat it like a real episode because it's not. It's nothing. It's just random stuff stitched together. It's like Frankenstein's monster. Exactly. So, uh, at this point, uh, well, Abe starts to live like he's dead. He starts taking chances. He uh i think at one point in the, the montage he goes to a grocery store and starts eating i think it's gum mm-hmm. which yeah, i'm assuming you're not supposed to eat with dentures uh as someone who still has most of their original teeth i, I don't didn't know that but sure anyway uh, it's again uh, but, another montage of just stuff it's just abe just doing stuff and you're like oh why though like what what, what when did this become about abe and fear is it because he watched the news like start the episode with that that's what the episode you have to Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. I, I'm continually engaging this episode like it's real. It's not. This yeah. is if it's okay. It's okay, right? We'll get through this. I okay. promise you we will get through this. So, uh at this point the dumbest thing the town could do is uh try to find a use for their stadium. Uh and they choose bullfighting because hey, we've already had euthanasia and a completely false uh idea of how sports teams work. Let's throw in a animal cruelty because that's what this episode of need is animal cruelty. I, and here, uh, I, here, Matt, I actually looked again. I was like, oh, that's not how real life works. Uh, you can't have bullfighting in the U.S. Uh, it's it's still allowed in other countries, but in certain other countries, but not in the U.S. And I was actually I'm like, am I right about that? I'm like, yeah, I am right about that. You can technically have like bullfighting, quote unquote, but you can't hurt the bulls when you have like right, they will... you, you can have the bull run at you and, and risk your life. That's fine but you can't hurt the bull. Yeah. They have Velcro bullfighting effectively, you know, like they have people, they, and they also, uh, file down the bull's horns. Uh, so they don't kill people as effectively, uh, when they use, the, when they do the Velcro bullfighting, uh, which is still in done in places in the U S I guess. Um, but it's certainly not a big deal. Like bullfighting is not a, like most animal based, uh sports are like horse racing is the only thing left um there's n- there's For very good reason yes there's zero, zero, there's no more greyhound racing at all in the u.s um and you can't hurt you can't kill bulls um and at least not legally in the u.s so this whole plot is that's true pointless like it, they, oh to be fair they also have like uh rodeo uh is still animal based sporting i guess that's true the rodeo what? rodeo is but yeah. also rodeo is not you're not stabbing. You're not killing bulls. In the you're rodeo. not stabbing an animal. No, and uh, uh, like you said, the, the bullfight that they do still have is kind of like a rodeo where you just lead a, a bull around for a little while and until it gets tired and gives up on you. Which, yeah, and you know. and I, which to be fair, in rodeo, I still think that uh, men get hurt way worse than the bulls in that. So, 
Oh yeah, they get their heads. That's, that's what people realize about bullfighting is usually the person is the one that gets hurt. Yeah, um, but, but and, they, and because they... of that, that's 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 why picking Abe uh, or Abe volunteering to be the matador um, is uh, is such a big deal because he is uh, uh, volunteering for he most likely be killed. Uh, because he's an old man, and you have to be very spry to be a matador. I and, it uh, he's not. But it doesn't. None of this makes any sense. Like there, you can't, you can't have bullfighting like this in the U.S. What like is the Springfield just no man's land where there's no laws? I guess okay. to the writers, sure. Okay, fair enough. So uh, at this point, uh, the we go to commercial. Uh, Abe has volunteered to be the matador in Springfield's new bullfighting arena, and don't worry, it is going to get stupider from here. I can't. I mean, I cannot emphasize how much I hate this by the way i mean fair okay um we come back from commercial 16 minutes and eight seconds which gives us about four or five minutes of time there is no there's no there's no plot here yet we have not we don't have a we don't have a story there's no conflict what's the conflict matt oh we're back to the, the town hating abe and this being a way uh for him to redeem himself and also uh for abe to live life to the fullest I know, but that came like two minutes ago. That's what I'm like. Okay, uh-huh. so we start with Abe practicing being a matador with Bart as a bull on a on his bicycle. And this, all this stuff is happening at warp speed because they do not have time for anything. Like normally, this would you'd have a lot of time. You'd have a long training montage. Like if you want to actually engage with this episode with this as a plot, you'd obviously have a lot of time with a training and unsure if he can do it, but pushing through because he's living this new life. They don't do that. They have this one little tiny training montage where Homer gets stabbed in the groin with bulls with the bullhorns, fake bullhorns, and that's a real funny joke. I love it. Men getting groin trauma, crotch trauma is so funny. All the time. So then we just cut to the first event. That's it. We just it's just happening. And you're like, oh, uh, we get one training thing, one training uh, session and then event event is there. Everyone is super psyched about killing bulls. Everyone really likes it, Matt, except for Lisa. Lisa, Lisa, obviously, Lisa is the only one. She's singing a song about uh, about animal cruelty and, and killing bulls outside the stadium. No one cares. Um, that is what is going to become our quote unquote plot in the conflict is Lisa doesn't want bulls to be killed. Okay. Maybe set that up. Shocking. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, I, it's that, just, that it's just, it's Lisa just is there to tell people that this is token plot. Like again, this is, it, it, it's, it doesn't mean anything cause it doesn't have any time. It's just, Oh, uh, at the last second, Lisa doesn't like the bullfighting stuff. And, we're going to have that as the plot with Abe and like, what does that have to do with fear? Like they're not there. These, these things don't work together. It's just, it is just, again, filler. I can't take any, I don't take any of it seriously because I know what it is. Um, we get bullfighting commentary as Abe fights his first bull. The bull charges at Grandpa Simpson. He avoids the toro with a masterful Veronica. This old man has no fear, like the fear I feel that I have left the iron on at home. Have I? Have I? And another Veronica. And another. That last Veronica means everyone here today has won a free side of rice and beans at the Springfield Taco Pronto. Tired of waiting two hours for a taco? Go to Taco Pronto! Those are, the, those are jokes. 
I wanted to say. Oh, really? I I thought you were just uh, filling time like the Simpsons writers do. Yeah, I mean that's what actually what it is, man. Like what? Like we're watching Abe fight. Like you know, we don't actually see any violence at all. Like literally, I mean, we, we do see, see we don't see any of it directly. We do see Abe hold up a sword above a bull who is exhausted and then stabbed downward. So it's very heavily implied that he is killing the bull. Yes, I understand that, but we don't. The the thing is. If you're gonna make an episode that's critiquing animal violence, animal cruelty, you can't have it be toothless. You have to show the cruelty. You have to show, like, oh, because bullfighting is very cruel, and it is very bloody. Like, I don't know if people, most people probably haven't actually watched real bullfighting. And it is cruel. And it is terrible toward the toward the bulls. Um, but they don't show any of it authentically. It's just, oh, no, a and they just show, oh, it's a tired bull, and Abe just finishes it off with a sword, I guess. And that's sort of what happens in bullfighting, but it's not really what happens in bullfighting. And because and, and it doesn't matter. It's not about bullfighting. They don't care. Um, so he kills the bull. And now he feels better, I guess. I don't know. And, like, we don't have any time he, with this. He feels more alive, for uh, now, anyway. Okay. Because, uh, but uh, like the hedonistic treadmill that life is, that will soon fade. Um, but Lisa, here is our conflict, Matt. It's literally a minute before the episode ends. We get a conflict. Lisa's upset at Grandpa. Grandpa, I think you should give up the bullfighting. Forget it! I look pretty stupid in this outfit walking around fighting oysters. But you just got a new lease on life. Why would you want to use it to hurt poor, helpless animals? Listen, I'm 83 years old, and for the first time in my life, people are cheering for me. I was always cheering for you, Grandpa. Till now. No. How does she always know how to get to me? Uh, Everything, everything they say, Matt, is categorically not true. Yep. Everything that both Abe and Lisa say are categorically not true. And how am I supposed to engage with this as an honest plot when nothing of, when everything I've been shown up to this point, this, this proves, like... Everything I, they said, I know it's not true. Lisa wasn't rooting for Abe. She didn't even think about him one time this entire episode, which is fine. She's an eight-year-old girl. She's not supposed to be constantly worrying about her grandpa. Abe doesn't have a new lease on life. He wasn't in any danger. He went to go kill himself for no reason. <laughs> well, yeah, Robbie, I, I, I think we've been over this. Let's say explicitly this episode exists. Because someone sold advertisers the idea of a 22-episode season, and they had to follow through on that. This is about a contract for advertising. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, So Lisa is upset at Grandpa Gilson says, why are you killing these bulls? I mean, Lisa's not wrong. She should be upset about her grandfather killing bulls for no reason. But they don't know how to set up a plot and make me care, so I don't care. Um, and and it happens so fast. You're just like, wait a minute. What? This whole episode, like, I just have whiplash back and forth, back and forth. We go back to some more bullfighting because that's all there is. There's no like time for thought or, or concern. Like, it's just, hey, another bullfight. We've seen one, by the way. We haven't seen like a dozens of bullfights where Abe has killed no, a bunch of implied. He's yeah. So we don't know really. Oh, oh, we also I think it's interesting. We get a number on Abe's age. He's eighty three years old. Uh, which, oh, I didn't even realize that. Huh. That's that's what he's. I mean, that's not 
it's going to change in the next episode, depending on what they need. Well, of course, but... because that would that would imply if he was 83 that he had Homer when he was, and Homer was supposed to be what 37, yeah. 39, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's, 37, he's 37, all right, I believe. So that uh, he had Homer when he was in his mid 40s. Okay, sure. Uh, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Um, nope. But Abe uh, goes to do a bullfight and again has the opportunity to kill a bull when it's tired and down. But instead... <laughs> what, Robbie? <laughs> instead, he... I feel like I'm losing my mind, Matt. Instead, he takes the sword and throws it at uh, at a... at the gates that are marked to street that are locked padlocked and it breaks the lock and then he just lets all the bulls out onto the street and then the bulls go and kill everyone <laughs> not everyone just the deserving people around everybody me. matt we see a crowd of people being charged by bulls luigi's dead for sure Oh, for sure. He he was he had a wheelbarrow full of veal that he was walking down the street when the bulls were released. It's which so, so stupid. I mean, it's so yeah. Dumb. At this point, if you're selling veal, you probably deserve I to know, be killed but by bulls. But a you know, wheelbarrow full of okay, whatever. Uh, it's so stupid. Uh, then uh, then they kill Gil because he has a red a red jacket. He just got his red jacket back from a dry cleaner. Okay, you're right. Gil did not deserve it. Gil Luigi didn't deserve it. to get killed. Gil didn't do anything. Gil was just picking up his dry cleaning. <laughs> Gil's dead. Here's the, okay. This is how the upset ends, Matt. I don't have a clip for this because it's too it's it's maddening. Um, I'm afraid that if I played a clip, that I would literally drive some of our listeners to madness. Like it's like a like a eldritch horror. You know, it's like it's so mad that it would shatter your mind. So, I, do, I want. Do you have an answer for me? Because I don't know. We have these all these scenes of bulls running through the town, killing people. <laughs> bulls are just killing uh-huh. people. And then we cut to the end. Of this episode. This is the end of the episode. Uh, we just cut to Lisa and Grandpa sitting in lawn chairs, floating in the air. With yeah, bo- from bo- balloons. Balloons. Like, what, what even? Huh. Did I miss something? Did they set this up somewhere? Not that I saw. I was I, wondering. I went back and like rewatched the segment right before it. I'm like, did I miss this part where they found chairs with balloons on them or something? And I don't think I missed like they just have Grandpa and Lisa floating in the air, sitting in lawn chairs with balloons attached. And I don't what is this? I, I like I'm just screaming, like internal, like there's just internal screaming, like, ah I'm like, what what is going on? Uh, how on earth what on earth is like why are they in balloon chairs and then there are bulls that float up next to them with balloons attached to them because the bulls are coming for them too even though they just let them free that's how we end the episode man that's how this episode ends you remember how uh what like what is this what is this what this what is this episode filler but normally matt like if you told me okay robbie you're a Simpsons writer for a day. You need to come up with one episode. And, and I don't care what you do with it. It could be anything. Okay. I, I I have to fill some time then. 22 minutes. I have to make 22 minutes of television in a day. Okay. But I know how a Simpsons episode starts. I know how a Simpsons episode ends. How complicated is it to just have an ending where the family... like the Like, we get a... Like, remember when we were thinking, like, oh, they can't do that. They have to return to the status quo. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's just Grandpa and Lisa on balloon chairs with bulls attacked. Bulls chasing them with also balloons. Like, what? what is this? Yep. What kind of nonsense? Such Good garbage. Question. It's just not, it's just terrible. It's just crap. It's just garbage filler. It, like, literally, this is like what you said earlier, Matt. It's contract. It's a contract. That's what this is the clearest. This is advertising. Hey, we need to have things for commercials to play around. And that's what this is. We'll rank it at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to say. Is it broken? But obviously it's broken. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, like, I don't know, Matt. I don't should, like, I don't. There's no reason for this episode to exist in the first place. I mean, I would say it's not broken because it, it shouldn't have ever existed. I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. Here, it is broken. This breaks the Simpsons. How about that? I'll say that this episode okay, fair, breaks fair. the Simpsons. Like it is, it, it, it like I, when I think of the Simpsons, Matt. When you think of like the, when someone says the Simpsons, the television show, you have an idea in your mind what that is, right? Yes. Okay. So do I, and most people do. Most people who watch the show love it. Most big fans of the show, they have an idea. They go, "Oh, I know what the Simpsons is," and it may differ from person to person vaguely like oh it's about they may think it's a show about homer it's a show about families or it's a show about america or it's about show about television or whatever they have an idea of what the simpsons is whatever this is is not the simpsons i don't know what else to tell you um should i fix this episode i mean you can choose a lot of things you can make an episode about a sports team trying to get it coming to springfield and like an episode about that that's an episode you make an episode about springfield trying to get a football team even though they already have a football team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can have an episode about Grandpa wanting to kill himself, I guess. I would not make an episode about that. That is... No, that seems pretty bad. That's bad. And the Simpsons are not equipped to handle that. Um, like, you could... They're certainly... Definitely not, not then. No, not in season 17. My God. But even in the best years, I would not say, oh, you know what the Simpsons should do? Have an episode where Abe wants to commit kill himself and like and you're like no that's a terrible idea don't it don't like i can't i don't understand how that's the thing where this is baffling you're like you could have filler but why would you make it purposefully like the worst things like about euthanasia and bullfighting and animal cruelty you're like oh ugh, uh because it's just disgusting um you can make a joke you could make an episode about bullfighting i guess i don't know why you have abe there at all normally i would think you would have homer as the matador if you're gonna do that and then lisa is convinces him to stop but yeah because it would just be like homer or lisa in the eighth amendment or eighth commandment eighth amendment <laughs> not the eighth amendment <laughs> i mean i can see that episode too cruel and unusual punishment yeah sure, sure. Uh, but no uh it would be just like that where you know lisa has to take a moral stand against something that homer is doing but um, the problem I, is I, at that point you have an episode where homer is just murdering bulls and that's not cool. I was going to say, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea either. Like, so I would, if I'm going to choose a plot, it would be the football team one. And you just talk about how, you know, you have maybe Lisa or you have, I don't know, you could have Lisa be the person. It's like, actually, football teams generally are like, if you, new teams especially, they're sh- they strong arm, rich people strong arming towns to pay for things they that the rich people could already afford so they can make even more money. Like that's an episode you could do something about and something is still cogent today. And if we're, I'm picking anything, that's what I'm picking. But 
I don't know. I don't care. This episode certainly doesn't care. Why should I care? <sighs> okay, Matt. You ready to move There's on? No reason to. You ready to move on, Matt? I am definitely ready. Okay. Me too. I I this episode I I cannot emphasize enough has stolen my will to be a person. That's fair. Yeah. Um we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments of the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments of the news group is where I ask our patrons to give their reviews of this episode. Um to see what they think about it. To join our uh cavalcade of calamity or parade of pain i've labeled it i certainly hope the show gets better soon matt because i'm gonna die i think i'm gonna i'm gonna collapse just watching the show one day this is gonna be my legacy um first from tim in many ways this was a quintessential season 17 episode of the simpsons the seed of a good idea a couple of decent jokes here and there but also with a wandering plot homophobia and suicide references do you care that rich texan has a gay grandchild neither did i by the way, I think an excellent episode could be made to explain Springfield's stratospheric level of civic engagement. In spite of its many issues, The Simpsons Town must lead the world in this category. I do admit to laughing at the Soylent Green parody of Grandpa requesting cops beating hippies to music provided by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. What was the main plot again? Projected rank 307. What was the main plot again? Oh, 307. That, that, sounds, that, that sounds pretty close. Mm, we'll see. Uh, from JJ. I don't think words exist to accurately describe how bad this episode is. It takes everything awful that other bad episodes have done. Three disconnected acts, no plot, just aimless nonsense, pathetic attempts to make quote-unquote jokes about a sensitive and controversial topic, and wasted potential, and puts them all together to create something that I am truly shocked they let out the door. When Grandpa was hooked up to the die pod, I almost stopped watching in disgust. Then it turns into a Grandpa vs. Lisa bullfighting episode, which could have been interesting if it had used the full 20 minutes. But they introduced it in the last five. I have to wonder at this point, are they actively trying to sabotage their show? This is the worst episode of season 17. I can legitimately rival Codependence Day. I never want to see it again. I've, I'm one, I'm never watching this episode again. You couldn't pay me. Maybe if Matt loses, if Matt wins the trivia contest this week, this this year, this season, um, maybe he'll make us watch this again. But I don't think he will because he has to watch Ooh, it too. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Uh, next from Derek. An absolute mess from beginning to end. It really is 20 minutes of incoherent rubbish with the barest remnants of a plot keeping it propped up. The ending with the floating bowls and balloons. I mean, what can I say? The show has shed almost all of its original DNA at this point. Like, what is this? It certainly isn't The Simpsons. The quintessence of season 17 Simpsons and the antithesis of The Simpsons we know and love. Amen. Uh, from Charles. Uh, ultimately started a lot stronger than it ended. I don't know how the whole town turned on A because it was kind of their fault. Not only for the sign thing, but if the football commissioner is coming to start a new franchise in your town, maybe don't have him drive himself. Basically, it was a long-winded, long-winded way to make Grandpa a matador. I spent so much time in weaker parts of the episode just establishing a setting. There was no logical explanation for how they got from A to B. Uh, from Benjamin, I don't even know where to start. Uh, they decided to spend eight minutes on a football plot so that they could use the stadium for a short bullfighting story? I don't understand why everyone blames Grandpa when the commissioner barges in and never explains who he is or why he's there. Then, the, then at the assisted suicide clinic, it becomes clear the writers had no idea which angle to take. They call it murder, then reference actual suicide. Which is it? Turns out it doesn't matter. There are a lot of quicker ways to give Grandpa a near-death experience that leads him to take chances. Abe could have done anything, but they decided on bullfighting. Really? Looks like they gave Grandpa the weakest bulls they could find because he should be dead. Just a mess overall, and that makes it hard to give a coherent review. You have no idea, Benjamin. 
you have we are trying to we are trying to string this thing together and explain what happens and it don't make any sense you're like well yeah, there, there is no elevator pitch for this it's just there's no there's uh, no like sentence it's like oh they do this and 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 then the episode's over uh from mark i'm watching it now in one minute intro in one minute in they say the word boobs twice abe is now attached to a dipod i have no idea what's going on the bit where Abe thinks he's dead made me laugh the most. The Charlie Chaplin guy made me laugh out loud. This is a weird episode. I don't know if I like it or not. That's probably the right way to think about it. Where you're just like, oh, this stuff's happening. That's it. You know, you're just like Stuff the Simpsons. Yeah. I, I'm just attached to Matt, like the Simpsons where things happen. That makes sense. Um, from Lauren. A lot of times when I finish the season 17 Simpsons episode, I feel tired, sad, annoyed, and sometimes angry. I also feel relief because I don't have to be, I don't have to podcast about it. But it would be 10 seconds long with this episode sucks to waste your time. The same, it's the same <laughs> issues over and over. First of all, what is the actual plot of this episode? Was it the stadium football plot? New lease on life? Was it Abe and Lisa plot? I'm asking for a friend. My biggest issue with this episode was that it was dark, and not in a good way, like Homer's enemy. Suicide was used as a plot device. <laughs> that wasn't bad enough. They also included bullfighting. Yes, let's have an episode with suicide and the slaughter of innocent animals. Yikes. I feel like it started off okay, then got ran over by a train, then fell off a cliff and burst into fire. I hated last week's episode, but at least it wasn't offensive. I'd still rather watch Ricky Gervais being boring and a kidnapping chimp over this. Please fire this out of the cannon. I won't, I'm, I, I'm gonna, we're gonna think, I don't know, I haven't really thought about this versus the kidnapping chimp, but it's a good, oh, mm. yeah. and finally from Albert, oh, this is a tough one, let me get this out of the way, the episode was not good, other hand, it was nice to see it focused on one character, for the most part, Grandpa, the inciting incident, the football license, was quite developed, and the narrative turned it back to it in the second half, main issue with the episode is they did not know what it was about, looks like half the episode is about getting the NFL license and failing to do so, they blame Grandpa, who then decides for an assisted suicide, I guess this part was supposed to be funny, but it was just morbid and kind of sad, really. Uh, Grandpa does not die, fortunately. And now what? We got about six minutes left. Remember the stadium? Well, how about we loop back to it? I don't know. Get Grandpa involved somehow. Yeah, he will find a meaning in life as a mad door. Because he does not fear death? Okay. And now we introduce conflict, like Lisa, like four minutes or so before the end of the episode, which will be solved within two minutes anyways. Oh, my. Feels like the writers do not have enough material for a whole episode, so they combine a half-baked idea. Let's get NFL to Springfield with a raw dough idea. Focus on Grandpa episode, and this is what we got. Not good. Unfortunately, probably top five of season 17 so far. I mean, honestly, I have no context for, like, what is good in season 17. Yeah, none of it makes any sense. Like, I don't know, like, I can't. Like, uh, the, 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 the nested narrative episode. I think that was the only one I would even call enjoyable like pleasurable maybe like stress of horror was fine i don't know <sighs> we can move on to our next segment it's time for the listener question of the week let's try one more number <gasps> yellow kbbl is gonna give me something stupid well hot dog we have a wiener yellow our listener question of the week this week is what is your favorite reality show tons of great answers tons of great responses appreciate everyone who took the time matt take it away all right, we're going to start with Andy. Uh, Primal Survival with Hazen Addo. Addo. I never heard of that one, Robbie. Have you? Nope. All right, fair enough. Uh, from Kevin, uh, The Amazing Race. It's trash, but the best out of all of them. Uh, from what I've heard, I would probably agree with that. Um, from Matthew, I avoided reality shows for decades, but a couple of years ago, my wife started watching Making It, and I got hooked. The third season is about to debut in a couple of weeks. Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler host a crafting reality contest that is nice. No backbiting, no scheming, just people making cool crafts. 
uh, from Mark. The only one I've ever really got into is Big Brother UK, mostly for Big Brother's Big Mouth and after show hosted by Russell Brand. It also created loads of classic moments over the years, which started with Nasty Nick. I'm sure with you not being from the UK, you may not know what I'm talking about. Uh, absolutely. I have heard of the show. No idea. It sounds like every other stupid reality show where people get voted off of something. <laughs> to be uh, fair, from to Tim, be fair, Big Brother was one of the first that you know, did. It uh, was. It was. It, it, it helped set up the formula. Um, from Tim, the great British bake-off, not much in the way of drama, and it's actually somewhat educational. Who says English food is awful? Uh, no one ever said English desserts are awful. English desserts are amazing, as the Great British Bake Off shows us. It's the rest of English food. That's um, I, it, I think here blood man. sausage, Robbie. Blood sausage. I like I like blood sausage. That's because you're dead inside. I, From Benjamin, Fear hmm. Factor is a good time and peak reality TV. Uh, From Alex, do dating shows count? I was fond of extreme dating. It was so absurd but hilarious. That is true. Um, uh, from Lauren, MasterChef. Gordon Ramsay is nicer in this one, and cooking shows are usually interesting to watch, even if it is reality TV. That is true. Cooking shows are usually about people trying to accomplish something rather than just hurt other people. Uh, from Casey, RuPaul's Drag Race is the ultimate blend of drama and true talent. The cream always rises to the top with nearly every season's winner uh, justified. The personalities are larger than life, and there's always someone to love and root for. Uh, from Derek, the UK edition of Big Brother, absolutely a guilty pleasure, and I won't pretend it was highbrow television, but it was definitely a cut above the rest of the reality slop. It stirred so much controversy and created so many memorable moments over the years, but alas, it tried to chase the popularity of newer reality shows like Club Island, lost its way, viewers tuned out, and it got axed in 2018, and now I'm sad. Sorry, Derek, it happens to all reality shows eventually. Uh, well, from well, Albert, well, not Survivor. Well, not Survivor, yeah, that's true. So far, Survivor is surviving. <laughs> anyway. Uh, from Albert, Kitchen Nightmares, the UK version. I am a big fan of Gordon Ramsay. I also watched the US version, and it's fine, but as with The Office, the UK version is just superior to the American one. Oh, God. Okay, that, that's probably true, Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, but no, the UK Office is so much worse than the American version. Holy cow. Uh, okay, guys, don't uh, come to me with your complaints about Matt, all right? That's, it's come all to his, me it, in my non-existent Twitter account, His His, his uh, opinions are his own. Uh, the American version is just too histrionic with dramatic music, dramatic cuts, over-the-top acting, tears, shouts, you name it. The UK version is actually closer to what reality might be. There is no background music. Gordon is much more soft-spoken. The struggling restaurants have issues that might not be that attractive for TV. Mice in kitchen, mar marital troubles, but they are real, and sometimes the restaurants just fail even after Gordon's intervention. So if you like Kitchen Nightmares for the substance and not the drama, I highly recommend the UK version. See, that works in a real reality show. I'm 100% in agreement with Albert there. The Office one, though. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, from at Energy Turtle, The Circle. I was in quarantine last year due to possible COVID exposure, and I turned that show on just to take my mind off of everything. I expected something mindless and trashy. What I got was one of the sweetest reality show I've ever seen, uh, outside of the Great British Baking Show. It is just wonderful, and if anyone needs a pick-me-up, I highly recommend it. I can't vouch for the second season, though. Hmm. All right, then. Uh, from at El Columbia 88 I joined the 90 Day Fiance, Fiance cult for a bit, but it got too staged for me. Flava and Rock of Love will always be the OG reality train wrecks of my heart. Whew, train wrecks is right. Uh, from at Bore ATX, MasterChef, a competition reality show with some heart. It's still pretty stressful, but it's less mean than others. If you really want to see Gordon Ramsay be a softie, watch MasterChef Jr. It's wild to see him not in mean mode. That is very accurate. He is wonderful in MasterChef Jr. Uh, from at Nathan J. Photos, I have to throw it out there. The Joe Schmo Show, a Truman Show-esque reality show starring one guy, real guys surrounded by actors. Oh man, that can, that can go bad so quickly, but... It can be done well. Uh, a unique premise and perfect casting made an unusual, gen unusually genuine, heartfelt show, especially for reality TV. 
uh, from at the Andrew blog. I'll second this. It worked so well because it was somehow both a reality show and a parody of a reality show at the same time. Uh, I might have to actually look at that one. Uh, from at Hippie 200, the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Pure trash, and I love it. The women are so privileged that I don't feel guilty laughing at them making drama out of absolutely nothing. The show has some iconic lines like, shut your effing mouth, I've had enough of you, you beast. All right. Uh, from at Wastecats, I really only am into reality shows with a competition component to it. To that end, Murder in Small Town X was fascinating, but only ran one season. On the Lot was another one-season show, which was fun to see different people making f- different film projects. Interesting. Robbie, what is yours? Um, yeah, I like, I mean, I liked my fair of, my share of reality shows. They're largely like, uh, you know, some competition shows, but also like shows like, uh, Bear Grylls, uh, Man vs. Wild and stuff like yeah. that. But great, break, great, whatever the Great British Baking Show or Great British Bake Off, whichever version you watch, uh, is just so charming and it's just so, it's not, it's so sweet and kind and, uh, it's a competition it, show where the competition is second to the friendships. Yeah, and people are, and and it's and it is educational and is interesting to see these un- incredible looking desserts. And uh, I can't, I don't like it as much after they changed the the cast. Um, but you know, they still did a, quite a bit of it with the original cast, so you know, can't complain too much. And it's still okay. Uh, we still have Paul Hollywood, I guess, but. Everyone else has been replaced at this point. Matt, but generally, you... they've been replaced by people as equally good. Uh, also, the Great British Baking Show, okay. uh, because uh, I have watched almost all of the seasons now. I haven't seen the latest season, uh, but also um, it is very inspirational as a baker. Uh, but man, it will make you hungry as all get out. I know you're like, good cooking show should you're do. like, oh man, that that pie. I want pie now. I want that. I just want that pie. Give me that pie, or that cake, or that pastry, or that whatever they're making. Also, the, the 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 there's some really great moments where people are just like, oh, I had a nervous breakdown, so I made nothing. <laughs> That's always good. I always thought it was really great because uh, people get too ambitious. Like I feel like ambition is the enemy of the show that that some people just can't you know overcome. No, but it's it's it's. I think the the thing is, if you don't like reality shows because they're too there's too much like enforced drama and too much big stakes the show does a good job of kind of i don't know making it sweet um next week's question is what is your favorite sports movie i don't know i didn't really i just pulled this one out of nowhere mostly there's an nfl team in this so i was just like whatever sports movie um it's a question we haven't asked before and i like sports movies and even matt likes sports movies i do i mean it's gonna be a tough one for me because i i do tend to like the funnier uh sports movies uh, rather than the serious ones. So this is not going to be Field of Dreams. I hate that damn movie. Um, Matt, but, Field, uh, you know, Field we'll of, see what comes up. There's, grandpas like Field of Dreams. No one else on Earth likes Field of Dreams. Only grandpas. It's actually, uh, I was referencing a How I Met Your Mother bit, but yeah. You would be referencing How I Met Your Mother. I would. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can move on to our final. Oh, it's not. Oh, wait, Matt. It's not our final segment. We still have one more segment to get to before we get to our final segment, because it is time uh-huh. for the no Google trivia challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. The no Google trivia challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard and try and stump the other. Um... Matt has a six-point lead on me, and he's probably going to win this season, which is unfortunate. Uh, give me an easy question, Matt. All right, your easy question for this week. What country did the Simpsons destroy in the Regina monologues? I mean, the UK. There you go. 
or England. I don't know if it, they technically they don't really only go to London. England is technically not a country. It's a I, subdivision of the UK. I realize that, but they don't go to the rest of whatever. Okay, Matt. I tech, mm-hmm. but I mean, it doesn't. Regina monologues. These it's the oh. days where I'm like, oh, the Regina monologues. I look back at that fondly. I'm like, oh God, what has happened? Um, your easy question, Matt. In Sunday, cruddy Sunday, where do the oh, guys God. go? Uh, they go to the Super Bowl. You are correct. They do. They do do that. In, what? Yeah. What is my medium question? Right, your, your medium question. What is the name of the woman Abe had a one night stand with before shipping out in World War II? And the reason he goes to England. Oh, God almighty. Um, is that what happens in that episode? Is that why they go to England? It is. Oh, That's my God. They go to England. Beatrice. I'm sorry, it is Edwina. Oh, God almighty. Okay, thanks. Um, your medium question. What is the name of the travel agent that takes them to the Super Bowl? Uh, Wally Kogan. Grr! <laughs> is that right? I was worried about the last name. Yes! You're right, Matt. I just <laughs> yes. thought you wouldn't get the last name. That's why I asked it. God dang it. Oh, old Fred Willard. He's you... great. Yeah, he is good. I like Fred. All right, your hard question. Uh, who does Homer say actually owns the Queen's luggage because it is monogrammed with H-R-H? Um, no idea. Nothing. Henrietta R. Hippo. <sighs> why you gotta, uh-huh. gotta bum me out, man? Why you gotta do things like this and bum me out? Um, Robbie, is it more bummed out than you were by this episode? No, but it's like, it's just piling on. You know, it's like I'm already down. And now you're just kicking me in the ribs. Okay, your hard question, Matt. What is Springfield Travel's slogan? Which is the, the, uh, com- the company that Wally owns. Oh, the company that Wally owns. Um, getting you there for less than we should be able to. Rolls right off the tongue. No, I'm sorry, Matt. The answer is, now get out of here. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that, that one. That's, that's, that's better then i whatever yeah. that's a joke i guess that's like that's what it that yeah. really is a little that bar that's a real joke that's a joke um matt now has an 8 point lead on me and we don't have that many episodes to go which i'm not that's not great i'm not doing so hot matt we got 1 2 3 4 5 6 episodes to go in this season i got to make up some ground quick i got to do it i don't have time uh however we can in this episode move on to what is our final segment the segment we end every single episode with it's time for best episode ever best episode ever best episode ever is the part of show man i rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are um this episode's really bad man it's quite quite bad i mean i i think the uh one of our uh, our listeners who gives a projected ranking uh was actually a little too kind uh because i mean i think he said 304 which is where status or galactica is and i think this is way worse than status or galactica yeah, 307 i believe was his guess okay so that's homer versus dignity i, this, I think this is worse than homer well no this is this is there's nothing in this episode um it's does not go i would put it in the it is in it's above the offensive ones so I think I think the offensive ones start at uh, three forty five Google Guy Pan, uh, but no, not no, much no, higher. No, 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 we got we got where you got to look higher than that, Matt. Uh, uh, Father, the Son, the Holy Guest Star is where we. That's where we. I think that's my that's my line of demarcation. Where we what just, was what was that? What was offensive about that? Uh, okay. Do you do you know about the Catholic Church? Uh, a little bit, yeah. 
Do you know about maybe uh, terrible child abuse scandals where they've assaulted hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of children over the years? And it was kind of just... Yes, but I don't remember. Do they, they reference that in that episode, Robbie? Oh, uh, they Did do. They, they, they make a joke about it. Oh. They joke oh, about... Oh, of course. They joke about child uh, sexual assault. So that's real funny. Uh, that's why I put it down here. Otherwise, the episode is relatively bland, but that I cannot... Um, this episode's above that, I think. Uh, I would actually put this... I think it's better than Tennis the Menace. I would put this above Tennis the Menace. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. but that's Tennis the about... Menace also has a very meandering plot. While right above that, Mobile Homer actually has, for the most part, a real plot. I know, but Tennis the Menace is just the family just yelling at each other the entire time. That's the entire episode. It's just the family being mean to each other. Um, there's Mobile Homer and Homer and Ned's Hail Mary Pass, Mommy Beerus, Trap Man, and Little Boy. I would put this below all of those probably. I think I would. I think it's just of a test the mess for me. This episode is just nothing, and it's just maybe if I'd watched this earlier, you know, in the run of the show, I'd be more forgiving of it. But at this point, I'm just so tired of them. I'm just so tired of this filler of nothing of them clearly not even trying, and it, I am just so tired. I just am. I'm. It debilitates me literally. Um, would you put it higher than that? No, definitely not. Okay. So that is a new number 332 on the list. Million dollar AB. This is a new number 141 in the post golden years ranking. Uh, we have an important question to answer, Matt, though, before we go. And that is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? not like what are you kidding me of course this is not a part of the canon how dare no, there's how? no reason for it to yeah how dare how fire the dang cannon oh it does make me feel a little bit better um goodbye forever million dollar ab uh we're gonna move up to the top of the list working our way down as we assign things are canon or not. And we are currently number 54 in the list, which is Home of the Smithers. What a wonderful episode of The Simpsons. Uh, it really is. Oh, God, I love it. It's perfect for Smithers and for Homer. And like, Burns. It's one of the good Homer episodes. Just, yeah, and Burns. And Burns, too. Like, all of those things. It, it's it's good for Smithers. It shows us who Smithers is without doing without actually showing us a lot of Smithers. It shows us what Homer is and what it, Homer isn't. And it shows us what Burns' life is like. And it's like... This is all great. All really good stuff. So, of course, it's part of the canon. It's integral. Love it, though. Way better than this episode. Um, our next episode, Matt, is Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore. <sighs> where the Simpsons go to India. Mm-hmm. Where Mr. Burns ships his nuclear power plant to India. I'm sure that is. it makes sense, right? In the context of the episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's next time. We don't have to worry about that today. We can think about that later on down the line. Before we go, uh, the, all this stuff's on our website. This is SimpsonsShow.com. has links to our Twitter, which is the Simpsons sh- at... Why can't I ever remember <laughs> our Twitter? Twitter at SimpsonsShowPod. You can email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. Or you could uh, uh, find us... Where? Why can't I... I'm really struggling today. Again, this episode has destroyed my brain cells. With a, uh, our Patreon is there, which is patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show on our website. God almighty, Robbie. And uh, everything's on there. Go there. I can't do it any of the, I can't do any more today. My brain. 
Uh, I'm on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is also RobbieDorman.com, which includes links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. There are seven of them. Their eighth is coming out very soon. I'll have news about that shortly. Uh, the newest novel is Regrowth. It is Creighton meets Cronenberg in an underground research lab. It has monsters and alien guns in it, and it's science lab intrigue and a, 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 a Bond villain that is sort of like Elon Musk. You should go buy it and read it. It's 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 available on Amazon. You can read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That's true. Uh, as you may have heard in the background of this episode, uh, I spent all my time caring for kittens. Uh, which you can see at Kitten Turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S on Instagram. You will immediately fall in love with them. Uh, and if you do, and you happen to live in the Central Florida area, you can have said kittens because they are adorable and they need homes. You should go do that. I, I recommend you adopt those, poor, those those little kitty cats. They're really cute. Or just look at them on the Instagrams. Also very good. But that'll do it for us today. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the Simpsons. What was that, Matt? And this is Mona Lisa. She's on the mic. Oh. She's purring into the mic because she's a sweetie pie. I can't hear it. That's good. That's a cute cat. I like that. That made me feel a little bit better about this terrible episode. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, Keep watching The Simpsons. Shh.